I pod, you pod, we pod together. I said I pod, you pod, we pod together. I said I pod, you pod, we pod together. You no, got to You okay. got to put it in. Okay. You. you really need to cut, cut cut that whole section and put it in some auto tune, dude. And I might keep that. Yeah, can wreck that shit. There's gonna be a new drop. Oh man! We can yeah, welcome back. Everybody. Make that to a shirt. Making to a singing All right. birthday party. All right, That's F U E Lid. This is G O A K A. Malcolm next. You might start with Martin, but you're gonna get Malcolm next, aka Posture Namus. You know, I'm gonna treat that like we should treat racism and just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Rob, aka the Devil of the Avenue. Which, like, we are, why do I say that when you sound so much more evil? When you're like, <laughs> you're like <laughs> Malcolm next, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm the high, I'm the devil. Doesn't sound <laughs> evil. You sound like a knockout Christian Bale. Because, no, because yeah, you know what, you know what, Josh, it's because you don't think it makes sense. It doesn't. But, <laughs> How? Anyways. Martin Martin was peace and Malcolm was defend yourself if you fucking need yeah, to. Yeah, okay, we'll get into it. Nobody's gonna put that thing. together. Yeah. Yes, Lead they us. are. Lead us in, Josh. All right, all right. Anyway, this is your guy Teddy Brown, and this Get is another test. episode of Fue Lit, the podcast is for you whenever, whenever life, life is torture. Okay, so back to the conversation that we were that we were having. What were you saying? We were talking about beavers. No, you're talking about Malcolm next. Oh, 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 oh. Before, oh. before that. Oh, so we were talking about uh, our brothers and sisters and communities. Didn't and I just kind of feel like me? community is no longer a thing. In my opinion, I just feel like... Okay, well, what's, the, what's your basic definition of community? For me, when community is... I guess just having like a family atmosphere in not just your household, but like the people around you. Like, um, like let's say you have a neighborhood, everyone knows each other, everyone cares about each other, or just like you know what I'm saying, like more dealing with more people than people in your household. But your view on that, you don't think it's because you are technically well, you're, you are self-proclaimed loner. I'm not a self-proclaimed loner. I really just am a loner. No, it's just because my just when I look at when I look around, family isn't what it used to be. Community. I, I, I can't. I can't argue with you nor agree with you because I'm not that particularly close with my family, and and my sense of community would be you guys. Right. You know. Of course, we don't live close to each other like you may be like you may be saying. I think that's you know? more what he means, yeah. Yeah. You know, but like my neighbors here, I know my I know my neighbors. You know, so like I have great neighbors. You know, and but I just know what the three across the street and the one to to the right of me, you know what I'm saying, and the other one is a, who I think is a low key racist. Right. And a neighborhood because you know, like I know my neighborhood really well. He's hear but this. I don't feel like that makes us like a community, you know. I feel like communities are so like you got to remember, you know, like the LGBTQ community. You know, there's different commu- yeah, I mean, communities, there's but they're, the black they're community. larger and they're based around ideals or or specific subgenres. Or I mean, I guess race. You know, mm. they, there's a whole bunch of you know black community, the white community, the Latina community. See, I guess you know, but that's I, that could just be broad generalizations brought up by the. By I don't. The I don't mean community. I just mean know? community as in togetherness, as in being involved in each other's lives, as in 
You know what I'm saying? Like I just feel like so like nowadays people are just working so much harder than they ever have before. But isn't that what we kind of have? Like aren't we kind of in, in in each other's life at least as much as we will let each other be? Fair. You know? Fair. I mean, I know there's certain things that you know some of us may not want some of us to know about, you know, but besides that, you know, we're pretty much each other's lives. You know, yeah. kids are each other's lives. Probably not as much as we think they should be. Yeah. You know, but, you know, we are somewhat of that community. Right? We're, we're, we're very small, tight, you know, tight-knit. You know, our circle isn't big at all. No. And that's, you know? that's the way I'm going to keep it. I mean, you know. my circle with you guys isn't really... I mean, and it's that's the thing is we have multiple circles. Right. You know? Right, of course. Like I've, 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 I satellite a whole bunch just like you guys do, but, like... My sister, you know, she reads up on a whole bunch of that science shit. And she says that, you know, people have, we have our type group, mm-hmm. you know, and then we've got, like, our friends. Mm-hmm. And then we've got, like, our acquaintances. And then we've got, like, our social acquaintances. And I think you're right, Gio. I think, like, we have a lot more social acquaintances than we actually do, like, close friends. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I definitely have a lot. You know, I'll definitely trust telling you guys a lot of stuff that I won't tell, like, Keela or Emily or any of that stuff. Just because, just for the, the we're, we're, one worries about being ostracized. Two, we Is, don't have that much similar. Could know? that also be because of man and woman? No, they're easy to talk to for that kind of stuff. But I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you guys though. Being friends with women is just, they fucking hate men. All, all of them. All of they them. They hate My, men. Yeah, all of them, dude. That's literally most of their topic is how much guys are garbage, but that's all they want. See, but bitches who who complain about that shit, they they complain about that shit because they have bad taste. Well, I mean, like these are like this is my 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 other problem. Well, I mean, yeah, but my other problem is that broad generalization. I don't hear that shit from men. I hear like you know, oh, bitches be crazy sometimes. You know, you know, like that's okay every so often, but like literally. It's a constant fucking conversation with them about how much guys are trash, and it's like you but guys. But these hoes do, ain't out here ain't shit either. Yeah, well, like, okay, okay, really but that's not. understanding, dude. It's like they're not taking it into account that like we have so much a higher fucking suicide rate. So many of us die from like heart failure. So many more of us die from like heart disease and things like from the stress that we're that's put on our life. Right, the, the stress, stress that's put, put on our, our life body. by women. You know, and like they always complain about oh impossible body image, dude. The, the ideal male image, that's fucking impossible. Are you kidding? That's eating like eight hours of your day and working out like three more. You know, like The Rock and all that shit. What do you think all he does is? You know, you know uh, I don't want to turn this into that. I don't want to turn this into anti-me too or, or anti-women. But I kind of just feel like it's hard to find a woman that uh, that possesses logic. You know, but, mm-hmm. that, but, that, but that, that, that topic, you know, is... Perfect for like the name of our podcast for you whenever life is torture. What is something that will that will cause your life to be torture? <laughs> women, <laughs> women, and like see, and that's the thing. It's like out of doubt, out of doubt, you know, totally, and men. Okay, yeah, but, you but totally, still, you can totally get men to bash women. It's not that hard to do. I'm just saying that like we don't dress for each other. I guarantee you, we don't. No, we, we don't. Not at all. No, I dressed. I dressed to look good. For if myself. I can actually do this podcast and make you ha- and you guys feel comfortable in my drawers, I'll take my pants off like, right I now. I swear, I've, I've been watching so many shows where where it's so much going on, and like my wife will come in and be like, "Oh, her hair's cute." Yeah, all the time. The fuck else is going on on the fucking? No, really, what I what I hear more of, and of course, this is like from a long time, just eavesdropping around w- woman servers. So it's not like I don't have. 
an actual I have 15 years of experience eavesdropping and listening to this shit and man yeah they turn on each other in a second oh no question you know like right. when you when he asked you about like what's his face are you guys still talking or whatatever that was it that was the end of the conversation yeah nothing to you talk had, about you ask any of the women at, at Chili's oh they don't tell like, you it all yeah right. it's like, oh, like no, let me tell you this, what this bitch did this shit yeah. and it's like I literally do not need a fucking man that yeah. does that no not gay at all. or gay no. or otherwise. No. I know. No, listen. I know some messy dudes. No, yeah, for yeah. sure. I know some messy dudes. For sure. But but they're they're so far and few between that you it's know who they are. The, yeah, you exactly. Know, and, and I, I can even admit to kind of almost being somewhat messy in my younger age. I mean, I could still you know? do it. But, like that's the thing too. Is like if it comes down to like we got to talk about somebody. We can all throw down on opinions on that kind of stuff. But, but see, the thing it's is, a bigger deal see, for us, the, I think, to talk the bad thing about is, the thing is, bro. Like with men, I've always known that if you had a problem with another man, nine times out of ten, you address it, move the fuck past it. And you either decide, okay, we can work through this and still be cool moving forward, or we can't and, and we just don't need to talk anymore. Yeah, and there's six billion other people Period. in the world. Who the fuck cares? You know, like women feel like they lose something. And then yeah. and then right. they like, don't and then they don't address it and then they hint at it uh, or then it builds up yeah. you know like pressure inside of a bottle and then yeah. they pop okay, and then we don't want to deal are, with the fucking fallout and shit. And, these are broad generalizations and don't don't get mad at us for venting. I just talked about how much women vent to but each other. But y'all know too. what y'all do. Don't act don't 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 don't, don't play. We love y'all. And it's not you know exactly. we love you. That's the most important <laughs> thing. Y'all know That's how y'all is. Fiat. This thing. is fiat. We're fiat. You have to remember, we, we love Shut <laughs> we love humanity. We're fiating. Oh, oh, it's man. like giving a child a loaded gun. <laughs> <laughs> We're fiating. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, and like, it's it's really it's not like to say negative. It's just another. It's like a comment on the human condition. You know, where we really, we really, these are just things I've observed. They are verifiable because I've observed them. And it's not like I pay special attention to that particular part of a conversation because I pay attention to every conversation. I can't help it. I don't. You know, so like, I, you know, you know, what's funny before you, before you go forward, I've, I've always like, no matter what man I run into, I've always, especially a man that has woman problems, I've always had him come across a man that's at least pondered once in their life how much simpler it would be to be gay i've always run across that it's, it's i've not always dope. run you across get the same that. amount you get you still get drama with gay people i have because mm-hmm. the, how well i don't understand that because i've never thought that i have i'm not saying you have because you're just you but i'm saying that like when i when i think about it like especially when you get in a relationship and you've been in a relationship for a long time but and how, sex how? stops and then you know what i'm saying because because of how sexual men are we just get it over with and get the fuck on we don't want to talk don't talk to me let's go fishing go home but the thing about that is that for me in my experience okay let's say let's say hypothetically if i was gay Okay, I'm a manly man, so I would be, you know, the man. So finding a a a partner for me, if I was that way, it would have to be a fem- a feminine type type of man. But it's still a man. Okay, it's still a man, yes. But the mindset behind it, you know, they would have to be like you know, feminine acting. 
you know, the whole. Okay, so let me let me redefine that for you too, because I've actually done a lot of a lot of research. The man of the house and the woman in the house, because like you have gay couples now, so you can't, yeah yeah you can't just have masculine or feminine acting, yeah. you know. So what I've redefined in you my can't head, have masculine or feminine acting. No, because no. I've listen. I've met I, I my my grandma my grandma Dawn has a lot of gay friends, and I know two gay dudes that if they didn't tell you, you would not know. But there's, I'm, there's sure there's, I'm, I'm sure there's, the, there's a lot of exceptions, exceptions too. Yeah. But I was thinking, as far as like a terminology to make it more gender neutral, uh, nurturer and provider. Mm. Fair. So replace the man of the house with the provider. Okay. Right. I get, so that I get can that. easily be a woman, and then the the woman of the house with the, the nurturer, which like is is a really easy way of saying one person is more driven to acquire. And the other more the other is driven. That's to very enhance. first, very twenty first century to say. Okay, uh, okay, put it, okay. Well, you know? well, well. Let's dive deeper into that. Do you guys think that the man of the house, woman of the house, the gender roles is kind of fading? Oh yeah, especially since like OnlyFans and Twitch streamers. Why? Why would they have anything to do with that? Because women are making a ton more than men in that, those markets, like a ton more than their prospective boyfriends at that age. That's but, the most important thing. What twenty-year-old man's going to be able to pull home six figures from an OnlyFans account? There are plenty of men that's on OnlyFans oh, making okay. money. Okay, straight men, not yeah. as many as women. But of course, not as many as women. But there are. Okay. But, well, and, and 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 I think that I think that what he's saying is that the earning possibilities for women have broadened. Okay, uh, and, and I those think are that, the type of women that. And I think that, that not just those, and and I think not just by those two examples. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Those, but those are have a women who typically demand a man to have a higher income. You know, I mean, of course, there's all there's a whole ladder of men income ranges. So if these women are making so much money on on OnlyFans or through stripping or you know whatever whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. okay. Of course, there's men who are going to be at that level who who they want the same out of. And 20, also, can at 20 we, years old? And also, can we address I mean, the can we address the stigma? Women like of, older men. Can we address the stigma of women that say men are intimidated by a woman that makes more money than them? Fuck, not me. God, I would love that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? God, like, dude, I'm, yeah, I, I would I would love that. I'm with the, I'm with like, it. Please stop paying them seventy percent of our wages. Give them more. We don't care. Let us be house. Please, husbands. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't. I really don't. I, I take really care don't, of me. I really yeah, don't I believe our our generation was 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 like. I, I feel like our generation started that. You know what I'm saying? We don't really believe in gender role shit. But I guess it's just because a, a lot of the women from our generation are so strong-minded. They are getting, like, better. Yeah, they're getting a lot better. The, yeah. Fucking time. Anyway, okay. And, like, even then, China's a really good example where, like, China had, like, that eugenics program where they would, like, murder every second child if it was a, a, a daughter. Yes, they you, did. Yeah, you had to have yeah. a son. That's mm. the thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so here's – but the end of that, this is some crazy anthropological science here. Is that um, what ended up happening was that they had 18 million unweddable, as in there weren't enough women in the country, unweddable Chinese men. And now the reverse side of that is that the women were allowed to be a lot pickier, like a lot pickier. You had women who were being tasked with taking over their family's farms, but the, 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 the family didn't have a boy. So they couldn't have another child. And so you get two things. One, you get really selective women who can pick the best possible men and 
that man that they pick, there's a couple hundred thousand that are not going to have a mate in their life, right? And then two, you also have this brand new generation of super strong women growing up because they had to take over their family business. They had to do the work. And I mean, like, you have to realize that, like, when I say take over the family business, that's every fucking family in China. They have the social tax brackets, right? Where if you're not good to your family, your credit goes down. Not good to your family, your credit goes down. What the fuck? Yeah, dude, look it up. If you don't call your grandma, oh, like the social once credit system. Week, the yeah. social credit system yeah. will fucking yeah. end you. We talked about that, Josh. You have to respect yeah, your really? elders. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember specifically we talked about yeah, we that. We talked about that. We talked about that. Yeah, we touched about that. Yeah, yeah, dude. And it's, but yeah. I, from what we talked about, I remember we were talking about like a, we we're talking about your social status on like social media. No, no. Listen, in I think it's Hong Kong, isn't it? Well, no, Hong Kong isn't part of China still, so it's the rest of China mainly. Okay, China. so so in China they have a social credit. Hong Kong system. is it a part of and China? Basically, I basically, that was the capital. Um, no, Hong Kong used to be the capital of China until it was taken over by the British and then released from British control ninety three, four, five. Yeah. Around so what's time. the capital of China now? Beijing. Beijing. Yeah. Beijing. Beijing. You're right. Beijing. You're right. You're right. So, okay. so it gets that. super confusing over there, dude. The because social, it's just a city. The only yeah. thing about the social credit system is I don't believe China has freedom of speech. Nope. So China doesn't have our internet. So they have if, their own internet. So yeah, of course. The thing about the social credit system is if you don't like the government, or if you ever if you ever speak down about the government, mm-hmm. if you ever speak out against any of their policies, mm-hmm. that's gonna bring your score way the fuck down. Mm-hmm. So. Your credit score. Yeah. Your credit score. Yeah. Like your the amount that you can live. Yeah. Your your loan ability, your schooling ability. Yo, you know what's so crazy credit, about credit that? Is, is the, so Black is Mirror. Black Mirror has a fucking episode about oh, sure that. Sure, they fucking do. God, they have the best shit. Um. Uh, I love that poster nose, by the way. That was nose, like nose dive. Was Black it? Mirror. It was. I think. I think it was like. I think it was like nose dive or something. But. Basically, when we talked about that episode too, where it was basically the girl um, was, she had like a, a, a baseline credit system. And basically, like, as you encountered people, they could rate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the yeah. way that they rated you basically determined what you could get. You could get um, certain jobs. You could get, you could go certain places. You could have certain healthcare, things. You I could, think healthcare and, was a thing, wasn't it? And basically, what was happening was there were people who were who had like really great scores and they were just rating each other really well. Yeah. And rating everybody they didn't like really bad. Mm-hmm. So nobody could really reach that fucking higher plateau. So that yeah, was because like as soon as you approach capitalism just, now, basically and racism, said, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it all falls under the same. Which is why the stock yeah, market, the stock market, is pretty much like that system. I mean, and that was the same conclusion you came to last time, which is why I don't remember why you, why I don't know why you don't remember the conversation. That's literally the same uh, conclusion you came to when we yeah, had so the conversation. Like, <laughs> so what ended up happening was that China, China ended up ha- ends up having this like super strong, and we don't know what's going to come with that because this is actually I think they're probably twenty two, twenty three now, because they ended that eugenics program, you know, like fucking eighteen years ago or something. Uh, so that, yeah, that yeah, that's not that's not a long time. No, it's not a long time ago. No, no and that the worst part about it is think about what are those eighteen, nineteen million unweddable men gonna do? Enter fuck, probably, fuck shit. Probably they're gonna enter look the like, military, yeah, and go look for something to fuck. Yeah. 
So we don't have, I mean, like, if they were going to do that, we wouldn't have very much I wonder, time. within these last 18 years, was that the reason why there's such a spike in, um, in Chinese homosexuality? Probably, and the hacking, and the waifu pillows. You know, the pillows with, like, the anime girls on it? Huh. Yeah, what? It's on Reddit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I have no clue what you're talking about. Like, oh, me and my waifu, and it's, like, some, some weird neckbeard Japanese dude with, like, seven seven different, like, <clears throat> You know what's crazy, though? On his fucking pillows. You can, you can look at a country like China and pretty much just see where everything is going because they are, like, one of the oldest civilizations. You, you know what I don't fucking hear? Okay, here's the thing. We hear all these great fucking accomplishments from all over the fucking globe. What the fuck do we hear about China? Like, uh, literally the coronavirus. They literally Cloning. do not fucking make progress. Cloning. Yeah, Technology. They don't fucking make progress. Russia either. Hentai. These are... Well, I mean, that's a progress. But that's right? what I'm saying, though. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is because they are the oldest civilization, that like one of the oldest civilizations. But are like, they though? Yes, yeah. they're, they're the. I mean, uh, dating before the 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 Mongolians easily. I mean, as far as like they go the fuck back. Yeah, yeah, they, but I think just because we don't know our our, our history. Yeah, that's true. China black, does... black, black history. No, like, listen, like Josh, I'm not talking about the Black, black Empire. History. I'm talking about. I'm just talking about America. I mean, I, and, I'm, and I'm not meaning to say black because black is American. Yeah. I, I, I mean like legit African history. Well, they were all wiped out. But well, we're most not. Of, but most, listen, almost all those tribes, listen, they didn't become nations. They became yeah. Roman. But Josh, this is yeah, what you have to understand, and 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 I and I can't stress this to you enough. In Africans' eyes. We ain't included in that. No, I I completely understand that, and we and, don't and, count. And in in black people's eyes, honestly, we they don't count towards us. Yeah, we, like, we like don't we, count. We, we are we are literally almost two factions, two different factions. When actually we're all in the same. Yeah, we don't like, eat African food. They, they're their motherland, and we are American. We do African is, dance. Is, we don't wear boobas. Which is literally we don't do none of that. the way it, the shikis. Like, but yeah, but it's not like you hate each other. No, that's we don't. Literally, the way that every fucking race. Should no, be. It's it, like, no, it, they it's, they it's don't kinda, they don't like us. Like that. Africans, really? yeah. no, they don't fuck with us. We talk fuck? about black, this. Yeah, they don't fuck with us. Black American blacks and. South and, African, and, let's no, say South African. And, no, I said motherland Africans. Oh, yeah. Africans, um, Haitians, we, we Jamaicans, they come over here and don't fuck with us. You know why? They, just just like how the Italians came over here mm. and they did, and they saw, oh, America hates the niggas, so we hate them too. It's the same thing. Yeah. Well, it's the got, same fucking thing. They got the wrong idea, though. We, we, we're we're, we're different. Fucked up. We, we, we look at them kind of like whites must have looked at us. Back when they first came to Africa, you know, like we we look down on them in a way. It's bad, and but in a way they look down on us. They look so down like on we, us. We they, have us. We have a superiority complex because because they, they come over here down on anyone. Yes, Amer- they come over here and they, they come because over here and they look at us as as, as we're not purebred. We're we're not we're not pure. We're, we're we are we are mutts in a way. No, you know you know you what know? you know what it is. We're, they they see us the same way. That like I said, like that that they they see us how we're portrayed. That's what you have to understand. You remember how last how last podcast, and I don't think it made it, but the idea of the black experience in America is only portrayed through media, and that's everywhere, mm-hmm. every and fucking where. And it's super. So they see us as hood rats, yeah, yeah lazy fucking hood rats, fucking criminals, hood rats. 
dirty cops. Criminals. Criminals. Yes. In some way, like, even we if, are even if you're this big, you're, you're at this high-level job, you got to, why, why do they fucking do that? I don't, I just don't understand why, why a fucking Islander motherfucker would try to look down, because, like, chances are, like, okay, here's, here's my thing. Th- th- no, I got one. <laughs> I'm thinking about an evolution. I'm thinking about evolutionarily, right? Islanders are only dark-skinned because they fucking don't know how to build shelter, I guess. Huh? Well, look. <laughs> Whoa. No, hold on. Damn. No, look, dude. You got to think about it. Mel- oh. Like, you you understand that, like, that white people are white because we cowered in caves, right? Okay. Let's start out with that. We're going to get shit you, for that. You understand. No, you're right. You understand that you that European... Well, look. Look at it. Look the at views expressed. <laughs> the views expressed. Oh, because they can't fucking, because they didn't know how to build shelters. Because if they did, evolution would have hit them differently. Whereas, you know, actually, like, mainland African black people, they were Fuck. roaming tribes. Okay. They were fighters. They were warring tribes. Yeah. There was no fucking shelter to be had. Yeah. You know, that's what caused the evolution that, that, that increased their skin tone. You know, that's a, that's a totally different. Islanders, you didn't have fucking wars, man. What you should have been doing was building I up think your shit. People, island. Okay, wait. White you're not folks, talking about Haitians, right? You know Haitians were invaded by French, right? I, I'm yeah. Okay, but this is I'm, but, but evolutionarily. They're, they're still, I'm talking they're still about islanders. Yeah. Thousands, but, of, but thousands I think what it is. Yeah. What I think, maybe part of it, what it is, is that what Rob says, islanders. I'm totally willing we, we to admit that I don't know what I'm talking about on this. I just in they my head that's when they. But listen, sense. they weren't travelers. They were content on their island, having their land, you know, their land. They didn't want to go out and conquer, you know, other lands and countries like white people did. Yeah, but you don't get white folks are conquerors. They, they, they came to America. The French came to Haiti. The Haiti, you know, like I said, they they went to other lands and they and they conquered them. They took their culture. They took their resources and assets. They learned. They evolved, and then they went and conquered. Okay, more. so we're not we're not conquerors. We're viruses, essentially. I do have a Same question. Yeah, I do have a question. I do have a question. When did that stop? I don't think. It, uh, when we conquered everything. Yeah. So, yeah. We were Fair. done. Pretty That's much. it. Nothing. There's, There's literally nothing else to conquer. When we realized that there was no enemy that we couldn't just reach out and fucking destroy in a moment, yeah. then it was like, oh, looks like we win. When really, like, because it was we just stole like fucking gunpowder from the Asians. Because, because there was that time, it was like Ivan the Terrible, Genghis Khan, mm-hmm. Napoleon, uh, Columbus, all that shit, and it was just like, I, I, and I, then it just stopped. Yeah. Well, like because they conquered everything, and and now all and now those conquerors are the heads of state. That they are the ones who who control, like, the you know, the people who, the people who control everything, and it's blocking, you know, the evolution of us coming up, you know. I guess. I'm just, and and now and now America is trying to Americanize everything. I'm just right saying, now like, America is trying to be the next yeah. conqueror and trying to conquer the rest of the world. Cubans yeah, built are. shelters. Yeah. Cubans built great shelters. Cubans built missiles. No, Cubans, <laughs> Cubans imported missiles from Russia. That's what started the Cuban Missile Crisis. Fair. Have I talked to you guys about that already? We already talked about that in the podcast. You That's said you were, and we didn't. The, the Bay of Pigs. You, I think, I think you said you were going to talk about it, but we didn't touch on it. Wasn't just... that something in the Cold War era? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like uh, in, in John F. Kennedy's time, so what happened yeah. was uh, the the communists, the Red Threat in the Cold War era, right? The communists were trying to get all their allies together, which included Russia and like Korea and all that shit, right? And so. They allied with Cuba, 
And since they were allies with Cuba, Russia was like, well, since our main enemy is the United States, will you let us move some missiles in here? Now, let's 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 rewind a little bit. Okay, the, the, the head of Castro at this time, or the head of Cuba at this time is Castro. Do you know how Castro got into power? Did he Cat- die yet? He was trained by the CIA. Did he die yet? No, I still don't think he's dead. I think he's not dead. Isn't it like his sister who's running it, Cuba it's or like his, it, It's like his nephew, I think, is in control or, or something. something. Is Castro dead? No, dude. I thought that he was fucking I, 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 I think he was dying or something. And like somebody like else was 102. I feel like it's got to be a body double or something. Anyway, okay. So Castro got into power much the same way that Osama bin Laden got trained. He was trained at Langley by the CIA, given weapons, taught how to how to form a guerrilla or how to form a guerrilla squad and perform guerrilla warfare to destabilize the government and eventually overthrow it in a coup, right? So that the Americans could move in and get whatever fucking resources we wanted from Cuba, but most importantly, have an ally super close to America, right? So we did that. We we twenty sixteen he died. Really? Oh, shit, he really he did, did die. die. Yeah. Damn, I thought that guy was fucking immortal. Okay, so I knew there was, yeah, it was. Well, so who, who's running Cuba now? Is it, it was his Castro? brother or no, Ariel something? No, Castro's that serial killer. It's, 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 it's part of his family. <laughs> huh? Don't go there. There's somebody that was in his family. Yeah, it was. It's like a nephew or something. Yeah. Um, okay, so like uh, Castro, right? So what happens is we, we pick this bay mm-hmm. and we. Miguel Diaz Canel. Oh, that's not exactly what I thought it was. So Is that his family? Uh, Miguel Diaz Canel became president of the Council of State 19 April 2018, taking over from Raul Castro. Oh, Oh, Raul, that makes sense. That's exactly what I was Weird. Wow, he already passed up the lead. Oh, okay. Okay, so we, we, under the cover of night with a bunch of Navy SEALs, we dropped Castro off with enough supplies to make a, make his own squad, make a, make a guerrilla team and start overthrowing the, the current regime. I don't remember who the leader was before Castro came into power, right? Needless to say, they succeeded. Castro became the leader of Cuba, right? Cut ties with America. Uh-huh. And we were like, well, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck, motherfucker? We trained your ass. What the fuck, right? And so, like, at one point, we decided... Well, we can't fucking have that. This was, and when we did our our media thing, where we were like, "Oh, we're going to go overthrow this military coup that happened and, and help Cuba, who we want to be our allies, because otherwise they're going to turn communists." Because that's what Castro did. He was like, "Actually, I think we're going to be a communist government." We were like, "Motherfucker, we did not put you in there for that, right?" So, are you saying that America put Castro in charge of Cuba? Absolutely. Okay, and so what happened? Just was, like we gave guns to Osama bin Laden. So Literally, I dude, wonder, like, what why did we, Castro do? do to help America to the point where they felt so much in gratitude of him that they gave him a whole island. Nothing. They just didn't want the guy who was there who was like blatantly anti-American communist to ally with any of the people across the seas so that they wouldn't send any armor or anything onto their island because we couldn't legally attack our allies if they had like tanks and everything. Hold on. But what if it was though? Like what if, what if Castro was like secretly a super, you know, espionage, you know, agent and like assassinated somebody that no one and no one knew he did it and like so whoever, whoever was president at the time like hoover or some shit was like so you know loved him so much they're like here i'll give you this whole no, time castro was just he was an agent he was probably a cia plant i mean honestly but like it doesn't matter because like what happened was he ended up like uh going against all the words that he said making cuba into a communist state and by the time we sent people in here's the funny thing this is why i like the bay of pigs so we sent a team in to go kill Castro. We sent an assassination squad of like, you know, like six people to go in and they got caught. You know why they got caught? 
The Bay of Pigs is the exact same bay that we inserted Castro into when we sent him in to overthrow the Cuban government. He knew we, that was the bay that we were going to land on, and so he had it watched, and he captured those men. Didn't they send seals? Yeah, and yeah. we captured the, He captured them <coughs> because the, we went to the exact same fucking yeah. spot. Why like would a bunch you do of morons. That? Why would so you the do Cuban that? Missile Crisis, fast forward a little bit. So the Cuban Missile Crisis. It, it happened once, and so yeah. they can happen again. And we he trained was, him. And we, so, so he was he, smarter than that. He knew how we were going to fucking yeah. insert. All right. Like, he knew what was the fastest way to get, like, onto the main roads to get to... Yeah, he knew all that stuff. Right. The Cuban Missile Crisis is when he he encouraged Russia to move intercontinental ballistic missiles onto Cuba mainland so that if they ever wanted to launch a strike in America, they could do it in, like, 10 minutes. Fuck. And we thought that we were going to straight up head to nuclear war because Russia refused to move their missiles out of their allies' island. Yeah. That's the Cuban Missile Crisis. And yeah. Like a, and, and, like, a real quick plug. But I really like that Bay of, that Bay of Pigs story. Like, how fucking stupid... Have we ever have we ever discussed the chances of an actual nuclear war? Mutually assured destruction is what stops us from nuclear war at this point. It's just we all know that we would destroy life on Earth for thousands of years. And it's here's the thing: the bombs might leave some land uncovered, right? You might be able to find an area that's not bombed. The problem is that even one massive nuclear bomb, like you know that you, you saw what the the thing in Fukushima did to the weather, right? Yeah. That was just a nuclear meltdown. Now, if you have like 20, 30, 40, 50 nuclear bombs go off of massive sizes, you end up destroying the environment of the planet for hundreds of years. Nuclear winter. 300. 300 years. No, no. Remember the show? Oh, no, the no, 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 I'm sorry. It was 100. The 100. Oh, okay. The 100. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the one. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, you would have so few fucking survivors. Like, yeah. so few. Did you watch that show? The 100? Or basically, um,. My wife probably did. She loves those. Like you said, there, there was a a, a big nuclear holocaust. It basically wiped off, wiped out, I think, 90% of the world. And uh, at that time, they were um, building uh, space stations, you know, livable space stations. And um, so a bunch of people went up to space and, and lived. And then there was also people who, who survived down on Earth by going inside bunkers, you know, and... Um, there was some people who who um had made a blood mutation that that helped their body uh infiltrate or uh, fil- filter the radiation you know and they became night bloods basically and um basically they were running out of resources on their space space shuttle you know or space station so they sent down a 100 uh basically kids down to earth to uh, to reestablish civilization and to see if life was livable down there mm. and um so when they went down there the kids you know they they lived and they found out that they that there were survivors on earth um and those other people they started to um you know develop their own language you know their own civil civilization and um and it just basically builds off of that you know, oh, that it's, sounds interesting. I'm yeah. gonna check that out. You know, it, it, when when I watch those apocalypse shows, the only ones that really make sense are the ones where we do it to ourselves. I, That's I exactly what this was. This is what we yeah. did do it to ourselves. You know, there's three different there's three different like predominant philosophies for what's gonna cause the end of the world, religious, extraterrestrial, or man made. It's gonna be man made. Man made. It's right. gonna be man made. I mean, but like you We're watching think, it. Well, yeah. religious is like the rapture. 
right? Mm-hmm. Extraterrestrial is like an asteroid hitting. It doesn't have to be aliens. Re- religion is slowly dying. I don't believe in the rapture. Um, yeah, but and then man-made. If it was going to happen, that there's a million going to happen. There's a million yeah. fucking man-made ways that we're going to fucking die. I mean, there's there's just we're every day. I feel like we're on the brink of some new fucking disaster that could destroy the world without a question in a, in a blink of an eye. Yeah. You know, and all that leads into you know one of the topics that I say that I want that I want to talk talk to you guys about. You know the fact of or the topic of impending doom. You know, like what about it? Do you ever really truly think about dying every day? And what, and what about it? You think about the fact that it's so inevitable? No, not okay. Of course, it's inevitable. But how do you picture yourself dying, or how do you picture life without you? How do you how do you how do you picture your family's life without you? Do you see yourself leaving an impact on the world, or at least on on people around you? Like how how deep about death do you think about it? I don't think you want me to answer that. Yes. The fuck just because just because I've contemplated suicide so often. Right. And that, that's that's the thing because I know we all of us here we've all dealt with our own share of uh um strike or just our our, our own m- mental issues. Mm-hmm. You know like we all suffer through some part of de- depression. You have? Uh, yeah. Not, not as much as you guys, but I have gone through moments where even I've contemplated suicide. No, yeah, you know, I've, I've never told you those stories. No. Well, you know, we can, we can talk about that. You know, but we've all we've all thought about it. You know, probably multiple times. You know, and like when you think about it, how like does it depress you more than what you already are? Are you scared of it? You know, have you? Have you come to terms with it? Do you feel like your work here, like you have you feel like do you feel like you accomplish anything here yet? Oh, I don't. I... And that's what I'm saying. Like that's I'll go that's last. a deep dark I, I, thing. I want to go last on this one. I want to go dead last on this one. Dead last, get it? Yeah. But shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, hey, I got that. Uh, <laughs> that took me a second. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I, I let it sit for long enough to get the punchline. That was totally fine. The obvi- I, you, if you throw the obvious out there, Josh will just okay, scoop so, it up in the net. So what I actually feel versus like what I see in the future, you know, like what I actually think is, right, if I died like tonight, nah, I, I might get in like two years, I might get some like fleeting thoughts. Oh, Rob would have really liked that and like a little bit of sadness. But like... You know, even the sadness from Julie's faded a whole lot. I still think about her a lot, but I don't burst into tears randomly every so often. So, you know, it's... Are, are you talking about your own death or somebody else's? Oh, that, that's my friend that got murdered a couple of years ago. I still feel like I'm going to... Can, can, can you tell me that like story? I still feel like I'm going to see her someday. Julie? Yeah, because I, I remember you telling me that when we first met, but... Yeah, uh, I swear we told so you about that. My yeah, friend, but I, my just, I never, Julie like, just... My was kind of like me and that, like... Well, and, like, my ex-wife. Rest in peace, man. She was such a sweetheart. Um, Where, like, we all liked dark things. You mm-hmm. know, like, Julie's the kind of person that would find a dangerous situation to see if there was anyone in it that was savable and try to help them. For there, sure. And if there wasn't, she would try to get away from it. But it didn't usually work out, like... Of the things that happened to Julie while I was around, she had one of her ex-lovers get out of jail and stalk her and cut his wrists in her car. In her car? While she was at work. While she was at Chili's. 
Who the fuck did that? What? It was one of her exes who was still in love with her. The one with all the tattoos? I would name one, dude. There's so many. So anyway. how how would she know? Would she, would she go out to her car and he's bleeding yes. out in his car? Yeah. In her, in, car? In her car, yeah. What? Well, I would have beat That's how ass. she found out. Wow. Why he was bleeding. And so, uh, I mean, another guy, Adrian, he was, she was trying to help him through a bad breakup. And uh, he, like, at one day he went to his, like, ex-girlfriend's house because he still had the key and opened the door. And she was fucking some dude. And he got into it with a dude. And the dude broke a beer bottle over his head. And he ended up showing up at my, to my house covered in fucking blood. But that was another one of her projects. The, he was guy, and shown, he, the guy came to your house yeah, Adrian, cover, covered him. in blood. Yeah, well, from a couple gashes in his head. It was just all the fucking. Because he fought the guy that your girl yeah, was fucking. Yeah, his new girl, his girl was fucking. Wow. His ex girl was fucking. Anyway, and so that was like another one of her projects. Um, her the reason that she had uh, divorced her husband was because he drugged her and let his uh, his buddies like gang rape her, and then what? Uh, yeah, the one that she had two kids with. Uh, she let her baby daddy not gang let rape? he drugged her. He g- drugged her. And then let her boy, let his boys have turns with her. Oh, oh damn! And then like, life is torture. She was going to be a. She was she was studying to be an anthropologist, which is obviously like one of my favorite little side subjects and a sociologist. And so what killed her? Okay, he's getting there. We're getting there. Okay, this is just the story of like what kind of person she was, right? So this we hired this guy Kiernan. He was a fry cook, and he was going through some rough times too. He was a uh, first of all, he was hooked on Xanax. Okay. Which is kind was of, he? Yeah. Um, which is kind of dangerous. And oh. then he was, he obviously, because he knows drugs, he was doing Xanax and Robitussin, which is, but they're both disassociative. So they both kind of take you out of your body and make you look at yourself like you're in the third person. You know, the, the robo trip, it's, it's a known disassociative. Whatever it does, it doesn't make you like really part of your own body. Anyway, so he broke up with this like much older than him girlfriend. And uh, he was, like, super depressed for a little while. And he was cute. He's still cute. You know? I was cool with Kieran, man. But anyway, so <sighs> so what – yeah, it breaks my heart, too. So what happened was uh, he, was he like, was moving out of his ex-girlfriend's house. So Julie had rented him a hotel room. And she was stopping by to make sure he was okay. And one night she stopped by, and he stabbed and murdered her with a hammer. He stabbed her with a knife and murdered her with a hammer. Beat her fucking skull, and they had to have a close casket funeral. Why did he do that? Then he went and killed Xanax his... and Robitussin. Then he went and killed another woman. Yeah. And he went to, and he had plans to kill at least one more. This girl that I worked with, Ellie. Ellie. And, and yeah. Then he he called his ex girlfriend. She's the one who called the cops and stopped him because one of them got murdered actually right up the street from me. Right yeah. Here. Now. And he told the police he did it when they picked him up. I I. I, I Remember part of that because I remember when you first told me that story. Mm-hmm. It was in the news. Yeah. My wife's niece was getting married and I was at her uh her wedding rehearsal. Yeah. And the mom of the of the girl who called the cops on him. Oh, okay. She was at the at the wedding rehearsal. Yeah. And she was telling us all all of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um and I don't, I think I met you not soon after that. Probably pretty quick. Yeah, I think the next week or something, I, I, I met you. And um, and then you told me that, and I was like, holy shit, I know her mom. The last time the last time I saw her, I served her and her two daughters. 
Yeah. You know what? Mm-hmm. Nobody. You know yeah. what? Nobody. She sat in my. She she specifically sat in my section. She said, "I want to sit in Geo's section." You want to you want to feel some real pain? Her daughter spent all of the, the 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 months before that. Like her 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 kids have a cousin whose mother passed away. Like her, the, 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 she got really sick and died, and so her kids had spent all that whole year terrified that their mom was going to die. Mm. That's literally all they talked about. She did get cancer. She beat fucking cancer. Oh yeah, I mean not to mention that during all this, Julia oh, had beat yes. lung cancer. I remember. No, that. but like their friends, their yeah, but but her daughters had a cousin that had their mom die, so her daughters saw their like how depressed their cousin was, and were, were like, we don't want to lose her mom, mm-hmm. and then her mom got fucking murdered, or then she got fucking murdered by this douchebag. Um, yeah. And so her mom has both the kids right now, and they're obviously struggling because, you know, her husband's giving up on his life, and he's on his way out. So to tie all that back to yourself. What? You know, like, like we said, how do you feel? Cause, okay, so because we, we kind of know how that impacted you, mm-hmm. you know, just because we've been friends for these past I mean, you know, two years. No, but. I mean, I, I want to say it impacted me, but honestly, like, I'd say it's like the third or fourth time something of similar impactfulness has happened to me in my life. A lot of people in my fucking life have just, you know, like my, my friend Keith overdosed on oxytocin. My friend Matt Rooney slipped on a patch of ice and smashed his fuck. He was an Eagle Scout. Smashed his fucking truck into a fucking tree and just randomly fucking died. Right. You know? But how do you feel about you? What about Like, me? if you was to die, do you feel like that you... That you did enough on earth so that right now you're... no if i were if 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 i if i do all the things that i want to do if i live my dream and and actually accomplish what i want to accomplish i my goal is to impact the earth that's the whole purpose of my life so as of right now you don't feel like no i don't, I don't feel like i've tossed i don't feel like i've got the right stone yet you I'm know how sp- like when you skip stones you gotta pick that perfectly flat stone i haven't found the right stone to make the world record skip and are, that's really are you so I'm searching for it. Are you always. scared of, of death because of it? Because, yeah. Because you haven't reached your pinnacle yet? No, I'm, I'm scared of death even if I do succeed because it's nothing. Because there's nothing. Because I won't exist. I won't be. I won't have a feeling or a thought or a See, memory. And that's something that, that, that I, I, I thought about because, you know, you, you call yourself the, the Devil of the Avenue. That's, yeah. that's your nickname. But yeah. yet, you don't believe... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you don't believe in, in heaven or hell or no, it's a fiction. Or yeah. demons and angels and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yet you delete, you believe in the devil enough to call yourself the devil. No, I believe in the concept. I mean, I believe in the misguided. The, I I believe in bad first impressions. I don't know if I've told you guys about that. What does I that believe, have to do with? with I believe okay, in introducing myself in the worst possible way that I pos. I, in the way worst way I can. Whenever I meet somebody that I know knows something bad about me, I always tell them it's all true, every single bit of it, and I don't defend it a big rule in my life I'm not sure if you guys have noticed that I don't defend myself I like I like to be a good enough uh, person that yeah, everyone well, I like to be a good enough person that others will leap in to defend me and that's really what a good person is to me a good enough person is someone who doesn't feel the need to yes you can if you, there's nobody else there but for the most part I just let it go because I know who I am I'm comfortable with who I am uh-huh. you know and so like most of the persecution that I face in my life I just kind of if if I if nobody's there to defend me and I know they're wrong, I let them live that way because maybe they're right. You know, like sometimes it's it's like who am I to contradict when somebody else contradicts them in my behalf? Though, mm-hmm. 
that's when I know I'm right. You know, as far as, you know, like what happens after and like being terrified of death and all that stuff, though, I mean, mm -hmm. I, the reason I don't begrudge religion or anything is because honestly, that's so much a fucking happier way to live thinking that you've got would some you, place to go afterward. Would you share a story of, of a time when you contemplated suicide? Um, God, I don't know, like two months ago when I thought, oh, you know, I have a car and, two I, months ago? and I could totally plug that, that a hose. Well, yeah, of course. I, I was like, oh, I could totally plug a hose into the, my back fucking window and just leave my car on for fucking overnight. Nobody would notice. I could just die in the street. At least my body wouldn't be gone or be hidden for more than like a day. Two uh, months ago, we went, we would, we would definitely know. Like oh, yeah. two, two and a half, three months. You know, what, what, what is it? Is it still February? Is that March? Is that like March? well around the time when <laughs> when, when you stopped working at, no, at your last job? No, it was job? it was it was after I got back and and my roommate had put drywall like leaning on every fucking counter and I couldn't even use my fucking kitchen, and I came back from my sister's awesome like you know almost seven figure fucking home to my room that's not that's like smaller than one of your fucking closets you know where I, don't even, I don't even have the space to put my fucking feet down i have mm -hmm. to literally if i don't put shoes on i i'm not really gonna get out of my bed if i'm not leaving my bedroom i i don't have any space outside my bed you know it's like triggers my, huh triggers yeah um my life took a weird turn and i don't want to say it was like a negative term like when i think about kelly i don't know if i've talked to you about this geo but i knew that was never going to work kara knew i knew that was never going to work and it was her that helped reset me just texting her you like know. a few times when i told her about kelly she was like whatever that was an experiment anyway and it totally reminded me that i am not that fucking person that she was with mm-hmm i wasn't the person that any of my my fucking exes have been with i'm not i'm not really the kind of person who wants a fucking relationship. I'm not, it's not like I'm in love with myself. I'm in love with life. I'm in love with humanity. Like I love the, the, the fact that we all came from fucking nothing. And this is where we are. Like, think about that. Like the, who the fuck needs religion when you realize that we could have evolved from fucking nothing from literally just particles in the universe, coalescing and evolving I... over time. And when we die, that's what we're going to go back to. Just atoms, just out energy put back out in the universe. And where even if I'm not there for it, that's fucking magical enough. I could never understand that that theory of how the world began. Because we ourselves are such complicated, uh, interesting um beings. Like to think that we just was poof and we're here sounds absolutely ridiculous to me i think that we th i think that we as humans believe that we are more special than we are we were never just poof and we were and then bam, but what we if, but what if but what if we really are as special as we think i really don't think I, I because because i mean but like, like we were just we were talking about our hearts before we started the show and how rob had said that that the double vacuum in our hearts is uh, in, you said impossibility or whatever. Yeah, it's well. I mean, yeah, it's not represented anywhere else but mammals. Yeah, so it's like that well, design mammals. right there. How is that just made? But that doesn't. I mean, make, how is that just? That doesn't make us special. That makes science special. Well, it was made through, through. We are science. It was made through trial and error. It was made through mutation. It was made through evolution. I mean, like, the, the, if you want to talk about intelligent design, dude, but, I've got a million fucking examples of why intelligent design isn't a fucking thing. 
Okay, but first design, of all, start with a fucking platypus. D- Explain design, the platypus to me. Well, no, that's stupid. But <laughs> that's the, not an intelligent design, is it? But the dodo design period is made by something or Be someone. Nice the yeah, by the it was I... made by math. That's the best part about it. It was made by math. Yeah, the representations of math are our own symmetry. Who made math? We did. No, we didn't we didn't invent math. Math has always existed. We just have a way to put it down into numbers and symbols and, and understandable formula now. But yeah. math isn't is isn't its own entity to where it's gonna just make up something by itself. No, but it does explain why the things are made the way they are. You know, like it, it's it's the reason that we evolved this way is through consistent trial and error. And like just like you know, like why we why we developed the brain to talk so about So that's this still meaning that the universe is calculating um, things through trial and error, therefore made us. So therefore something... Our own cells are doing that. There's no other ability up there that's doing that. That's literally us. If anything, God's in us. In in a biblical sense, yes, God is in us. But, But from everything that you're saying you're saying the universe and and you're saying math and you're saying all that kind of stuff that's all made by something someone no it's not you know no it's not it's it's not just it doesn't have to be why does it have to be why does it have to be made by anyone why why does it need why does why is that a why 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 is it such a hard idea it's it's an easy concept to give someone the credit well, because because there's literally zero signs of them, and there's a million signs of science. Like that's the thing is that like, what well, God is science? No, he's not. It's faith. God is faith. God is a blindness. Faith is a blindness. Right? You don't have to put your faith in science. Here's the best part: if you argue with me about something, and I'm wrong, I'm not gonna persecute you and kill six million of you. I'm not gonna perform an entire fucking inquisition. No. I'm not gonna. I'm not only, gonna send my priest out to only molest certain, your boys. Only certain, certain. That kind of negative view on God and religion, I think, were things that were made up to control um, the people. Oh, that's weird. Because I was talking about the Muslim religion there. The oh wait, Muslim that's right. Because that's it's every still, fucking religion. Still it's every religion that does that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, 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 it is. But I'm saying I think those were made up. That's not. That's not a God that that that, that I believe in. A God that I serve. I believe in God as love. I don't believe that 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 uh that God did that or wanted all that, you know. And but I don't think he said that. He just said faith in God is what did that. He just said the Muslim religion and the Muslim religion believes in God. He said faith. He said God is faith. No, I said faith is blindness. He said faith. That was his argument was faith. Anyways, that, 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 that's, that's, okay, all, so that's the, all, di- that's the difference. The point. Is, I didn't even get to finish that. So, so, so there's a big difference. I, I can argue, you can argue with me about things in science, and if you bring me the right evidence. But besides all that, we were, I, talk, we were talking about, I can about, about, about your, your moment of, of suicide. Of, well, of, I mean, which one? Like there's been huh, this morning. There's been uh, right. It it comes and it goes pretty much all the time. So I could, you so you basically contemplated a lot. Yeah. I, well, I mean, if not, so, I, I like even during the BLM movement. Like while I was out there, out there fucking with the, the rioters, I thought, oh, maybe I could get suicide by cop. You know, like there's a million different ways for us to die or for us to get ourselves killed. And I mean, the only thing that there's not really anything that's stopped me. 
so far from doing it. There are more of things that have just delayed it enough for me to think that it's not worth it yet. It's you not know? worth it yet. So there's something that makes it worth it? Yeah, there's a ton of things that would make it worth killing myself. Are you kidding me? Like like serious? like dying for a cause? You mean? Oh, you, no, I mean like literally just just killing myself and getting the fuck out of this world. Just getting getting out of this world. Donald Trump being the president for one was like one time where I was like, "Huh. Yeah, I don't want to live here anymore. I literally don't want to live in the world." After the Jeffrey Epstein thing and everybody covered that shit up, Dude, after watching all the anti-maskers in the world, why the fuck would I? And here's why. Here's the most important thing is because I actually, when I talk about faith being blindness, I actually believe in myself. I actually believe that when or if, at this point, if I ever really buckle down and apply myself, I can write some some Paulo Coelho level fucking inspirational shit. I can write something that will take not something not like this generation's mind, but maybe generations down the line, somebody will read that shit like George Orwell's nineteen eighty four and think, I want to change that about the world, and they might be in a position to do it. Because you see, here's the thing: every story's been read, written. You know that every idea's already been said. They said they say that all the time. Nothing new under the sun. But. Not every story has been read by every person, and your story might be what that person needs at that moment. And that's what I have faith in, is that I can do that. Now, the reason I would consider killing myself is, does the world fucking deserve that? Do they deserve me? Does the world deserve you? Does it deserve the message that I have to fucking send? Would it just be wasted? Would it just be turned and tormented into something else? Because Possibly. that's what they fucking do. If they don't like it, mm. they find a way for it to fucking be bad. Yeah, I, I get it. Possibly. But, I mean, at least from my own thoughts, is it's worth it to try. I mean, if there is something after this, all I'm going to be doing is taking my talents over there. And if there's nothing, then whatever. The world's lost. It's part of the reason. I, I, I'm spiteful as fuck. I told you that. Part of the reason that I didn't accept any of these massive boons that I could have gotten for schooling was because I didn't want my alcoholic mother and emotionally abusive father to fucking feel like they had succeeded in any way. And I, I hate. I love my sister. But if there is anything I do not like about her, I hate that she has used that. I hate that she has told them both, well, you couldn't have messed up that bad. Look at how well I turned out. She was the older sibling. She wasn't the cause. She was, she's, I'm a symptom of their fucking misery. She was like the the cause. After that, you know, she wasn't though. They were miserable before her. That's really mean to say. And I hope she never ever hears me say that about her. I love her very much, but I hate that she gave them that justification for being the scumbag motherfuckers that they are. So you're saying that you don't want to succeed because you don't want to give your parents the satisfaction the satisfaction of knowing that they did good in this world? They didn't do good. They did fucking awful. Everything that I have was me. I was given nothing by them. I was literally I was sabotaged by them more than not. You ever have your mom lean outside your door while she's drunk for an hour and a half screaming about what a fucking loser you are? The only reason she can't get in is because you've piled your mattress and your body against it? I had to sleep that way. I'd say at least six times a fucking year Mm. when she wasn't literally beating my sister or ripping her hair out. Mm. You want someone like that to think, well, I didn't do that bad. Like, do you want, do you want somebody who looks at your writing and says, this doesn't even really look like fucking writing to me tells you stop being a piss in at least once a week. This is my dad. Right. And most of the time tries to work work in places that will take him out of town overnight so his so that your sister has to watch you. Do you want to tell him you did a good fucking job? Or would you rather just... Not necessarily, wait? but... but 
But to say that you don't want to succeed because you don't want to give them that. Not yet. I want to succeed. I just don't want it yet. I'm okay with waiting. I've got time. But how do you know you got time? I, I would. You're just guessing. It's it's another it's another. That's that's, li- that's you going off faith. What you just said. You no, don't believe. It, no, in. it's literally them. It, it's it's literally worth it. Just like killing myself to deny the world the message that I would have to send. At this point. You know, and now it's starting to look up, and it, it goes in ebbs and flows. And the only thing that keeps my faith in fucking humanity are my friends. That's literally it. That's the only people. Those are the only people I would take my, I would give my message to. And I don't even know what that message is. I'm still distilling. Mm. Like I'm, th- what's in my head is this massive fucking, you know, like that Willy Wonka machine that makes the everlasting gobstopper. Mm-hmm. That's what's in my head, right. and it's making something. And one day it'll. You know, ding. And you've seen me before where I like suddenly it'll be like, oh, my God, I just figured this thing out. And I'll tell you about it. And I'll be like, oh, shit. Like, that's crazy. That's how my brain works. I don't Mm -hmm. consciously like put effort into things all the time. I I more like think about them, say, I'm going to think about that. And then when it fucking makes sense to me, you know, I go back when it makes when it finally like dings in my head. I'm like, oh, oh, I figured it out. And then I have to like hurry up and like fucking figure out the solution. But it doesn't take like actual mental effort for me. My brain's going to be working on it anyway. Do I when that finally dings, when it finally comes up, if the world's not in a good enough place. Am I still going to do it? Uh-huh. Why? I got nothing to prove to anyone. I got nothing to prove to you guys, to my family, to the country. To myself, I have nothing to prove to myself. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I can do, and I can always do better. Uh, see, that's somewhat of the opposite for me, you know. And, I, and I'll go next just because Gio said that he wanted to go last. I'm dead sorry, last. Yes. dead last. <laughs> but I do feel like I have something to prove to myself, at least, you know. For me, I've always had the belief that I was made for something great, that I'm going to be great. There's something out there that's better for me. And throughout my life, I feel that um, different blessings have came to fruition. Different things have came to me where, where I felt like, yeah, this this was made for me, like my wife, you know, but, no, um, I definitely got, 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 got approved to myself that, that I am as special as I tell myself that I am, that I really am here for a reason that I strongly believe and feel that I am here for, you know, um, not that I have to accomplish that for the world, you know, because I don't really care. It's more that, like that a, until it, you see it, you won't believe it. In a way. Yeah, so you, like, got to prove it. You know? But yeah, that, but I mean. That's just to me. No, yeah, no, that, it makes sense. I feel like that's probably, like, normal. I, yeah. I know that the way I think is fucked up. Right. Yeah, no, we're almost at dead last. Are we at dead last? Oh, no, I mean, I haven't even, even talked about it yet. You know, because, like I said, you know, I, I mean, I've 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 myself, you know, thought of suicide and contemplated things like that, you know, but I think the last time I really, I really considered suicide was back when I was with my first daughter's mom. 
I remember I was so unhappy with my life back then. Um, I didn't want to be here, you know, because I had my first daughter around the time. And we just moved into the house out in East Lansing, that, that townhouse, remember? On Lake Lansing. Yep, on Lake Lansing. And um, it was right before I met my wife. I uh, I was just, in a, just just super unhappy because I would come home and me and my daughter's mom is arguing all the time. And I just felt useless, you know? She was always arguing with my mom and then my mom would come at me and I, you know, I, I, I would just be getting attacked from both sides. You know what I'm saying? My mom, who was, at the time, like my, my biggest influence, you know what I'm saying? Like, the main person who I had to do something with my life for, you know, my mom to, I wanted my mom to be, be proud of me because my mom was all I ever had. You know what I'm saying? I never had a dad. You know what I'm saying? I grew up feeling that my dad didn't love me. You know, I grew up feeling that no one loved me because no one ever took the time out of, out of their life to, um, to check on me, to see how, how I am, you know, to, uh... Just, I never felt like anybody, nobody gave a fuck but my mom, you know? So, but to have her constantly coming at me, telling me that, you know, that she can't stand this bitch and, and how I fucked up and how I should have ran when she told me to run and, you know, um, then going home and, and, and arguing with her about my mom and, you know, arguing with her about her getting a fucking job and her helping with these fucking bills who was like, I'm drowning in debt. I'm, I'm, I was just drowning, man. And I was working in a factory where I told myself I never want to fucking work in a factory again. And I wasn't making the money that, that I want, I wanted to make. And I had a baby that I had to take care of. And I just, I felt useless. I, I didn't feel like I was going to be a good father. I feel like I didn't know how to be a father. You know, I. No, at that part, I feel like we all feel. Yeah, you know. I, do I, we? Do we know now? Do we really? To know. The questions you, you really know? get more fucking complicated on my end. I don't know about you guys, but. But, it's like I said. It, it's at that time everything was just hitting me, and I remember coming home from work one day, and I think I sat in my car for a couple hours just outside my house, my townhouse at the time. And I was there just, just crying, just, just crying, you know, cause I didn't, I didn't want to go inside. Dude, I know that. You know, so I, nice. so how did you overcome it? Oh uh, man, it just, the belief in myself that, that I, I was destined for better, you know, just every time I, I kind of got to that point in my life where I felt like I was nothing. I was such a burden on people and I was just scum, you know, I just somewhere something would tell me that Josh is, is, isn't where you're supposed to be. Um, you're better than this. There's something, something is coming, something better for you is coming. Good. You know, and, um, and just my daughter, you know. I uh I um like I said I grew up without a father 
and I knew how that made me feel. Mm-hmm. So I never wanted any of my kids to grow up feeling the same way that I felt, wondering where's dad, wondering why dad doesn't love me or why will he come save me from, from, you know, my mom or just from the world or from anybody, you know, I never wanted my kids to have, to have that, you know, so I, I felt like I, I had to be here for her. I felt like that something better was coming and I just had to hold on. And, uh, you know, just keep telling myself that over and over again, just kind of got me out of that slump, <clears throat> you know, and lo and behold, it did. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, here you are now. So you know, God, where are you now? What, what do you mean? Like out in my, my headspace? As far as their stance, we know where you were, but where are you now? As far as the answer to that question. I mean, happier than us. That's your fucking shit. I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy. I'm, I'm in a, in a, in a happy marriage. I have two kids now, two beautiful, beautiful daughters. Um, I'm just kidding. They're awesome. Your I'll beat your ass. Awesome. I'll kill, I'll kill <laughs> I will you. Kill you I'll with kill a second you. round, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I've, right now, the only thing that I feel like I'm battling with is my weight. You know, um, no, I'm not to the place where I want to be financially. You know, but I've, I I feel it's coming. I'm making moves for it. You know what I'm saying? And that just comes comes with time. Um. I'm not depressed. I, and the only time where I, where I get depressed is, is when I'm, I feel like I'm being, my life is being too stagnant. You know, and I told you guys about, about that, you know, last week through, through the chat, you know, I feel like, you know, where we are, you know, with this or my, my career is, is that I'm, I'm stagnant right now, you know, but I'm stagnant, but yeah, I know more is coming, you know, like we're about to, we're about to start school soon. We're not stagnant. We're filling the reservoirs. Once yeah. we're overflowing, then we'll be. You know, the, you know, we 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 gonna pop eventually. You know. I see the end goal now, you know. So, that's just what I'm working working towards, and knowing knowing that that's coming. You know, is literally what what's what's driving me. You know, what I'm saying to know that we're that I'm gonna get there. And, you know, like I said, I've always had that kind of self-propelled kind of thing or, or just somebody in my mind or on my shoulder or whispering into my ear that, you know, keep going. I have the, yeah, I feel like super weird because I don't, it's not like I ever felt like I was like useless to the world, but I always felt like, I don't know, maybe the use that I could provide the world wasn't really what the world wanted or needed. Yeah. Mm. Uh. You know, I guess I guess the reason that I wanted to go dead last was because um, my favorite quote right now is, I've often regretted my speech, never my silence. And I really feel like that if I say how I feel, I'm going to regret it because I'm still figuring it out. You're still I'm figuring still, out how you feel? Yeah, I'm still figuring it out. I still can't. I still can't give a, de- a definite answer to that. And Whoa. if I, and if I tell you how I feel, it could change tomorrow. Like I go through so many different phases of just how I feel about life. Then how do you feel day. today? 
Um, I'm, uh, I'm really, uh, really wish you were high. I, I really just, I really just don't want to answer this question. But, but you, 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 G, you, you go through this more than really, really dog to be, to be honest with you more than anybody who I think I know, you know, um, so like someone who deals with, you know, mental health on uh, an hourly basis almost, you know, that's that's you. So so you have to have. Hourly is being nice. But, you know, more um, to talk about it. Moment to moment, yeah. literally moment to moment. <laughs> yeah, hourly is being nice. See, I guess I I guess the the reason why I'm having I, I have a problem sharing it is just because I have a problem with relating to people when it comes to depression. Because when I listen to people talk about depression, it's always it's it's always situational. It is always if if I if if I fix my situation, I probably wouldn't be depressed. But for me, my depression stems from depression, and if I fix my situation, there will still be depression. So it makes me question. Every single situation that I go into, mm-hmm. every every single endeavor, every single venture, anything that I do, my 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 therapist asked me the craziest question I never ever thought about. He said, "If you became, if 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 you got everything you wanted, if you became a uh, a, um, <clears throat> a successful musician, if you became a doctor, if you um, all of a sudden just got a million and a, a billion dollars." You would probably, would you still be unhappy? And I don't know the answer to that because a lot of people can say, a lot of people can connect their depression to something. They can connect it to not being where they want to be in life. They can connect it to um, a failed marriage or losing someone. I can only connect my depression to depression. And that makes crazy as hell. And that's why I can't, and and that's why it's so hard for me to, um, but to articulate. Do you think if you found out the reason why, would you want to tell it? But that's the thing. That is the reason. It is depression. That's what I'm saying. That's that's see, and and that's why it's so confusing because most people can can take something. And they can say, my mother died, or the closest person I had to me died. And that is why I was depressed. They got over it, and they feel better. But what I, can, what I try to tell to them is, imagine that, pers- uh, imagine that person died, mm-hmm. and you never got over it. The way you felt the second you find out they died, you felt like that for the rest of your life. That is how I feel every single day. And that is why I cannot relate to people. And that is why it's hard for me to do anything. It's hard for me to get out of the bed. It's hard for me to come over here to do this podcast. It's hard for me to get inspired to do anything. Because at the end of the road, there's always depression. Always. And that's how I see life. I have to see life through the lens of depression. There's always that filter. It's always that. There is no solution to that. Yeah, right. Weed may, might make the filter turn rose-colored for a second, but it's still there fucking there. There is no solution to that. Yeah. You don't get to solve things like that. 
There is no solution. There's not an there's not an antidepressant. There's not uh, there, there's not a trip. There's not a, there, there's not no. there's not a solution. Doesn't mean you're broken though. It just means you think differently. That has nothing to do with your functionality as a person. Yeah, trust me, man. Trust me. Yeah, you don't even want to like when I'm not in manic episodes and I'm in depressive episodes. Literally nothing. There's nothing. Uh, I can just sit, stare at my fucking ceiling for it, hours. It's, it's, I don't even. Can you even remember uh, the shit that you think about when you're sitting there staring? I mean, if it's not always in your head, Geo, can you even? Because for the most part, I just think about everything miserable. Or if I don't, if I can't think of anything current miserable, I start dredging that shit up from my past. And it's it just—it's not, it's it not just, conscious. It just for comes me, in. For me, it just—it it just automatically attaches pessimism to everything. It just automatically tells me, I say, damn, I want to go, I want to have a good time today, or I, or I want to become something in life. And then there's always that. What's the point? You're gonna die. Mm-hmm. You're gonna die one day, and it'll be nothing. And Nothing nothing you do will matter. They'll forget you. No one will care. My children are better off without me. My wife is better off without me. She'll find someone that make, that'll make her happy because I don't. Um, my kids will find a better father who's not depressed all the fucking time, who doesn't have to try to make to to make them happy, to do things for them, who doesn't who, who would rather just black out his entire house and not deal with anybody ever. I have to literally fight against how I feel every day in order to be good to be a good father to them that is depression everything everything I I have to try hard to do everything so what so there gotta be something something that helps something that motivates you to push forward go go past that not all the time Cause that, you can find things that'll work for a little while, but you definitely can't find something that works hundred. You know what? Of the time you know. Long. You know what it is. You you know what it is. It's because it's 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 the world's inability to accept depression. Mm-hmm. That is that is the driving force. Have you seen that? because because have you seen have you seen how the world treats people? Who, Wait, so that's what drives you is the world's you, ability. Disability to 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 understand. Have you ever been alienated? Yeah. Have you have have you ever how, when? I mean, growing up being fat, kids, not. I feel like kids not want to be my friend. So. Or talking. Right. About All right. So so let's like address that. that. Right. So if you so if you're fat, right, and you didn't like kids treating you. That way, because you were fat, what was the solution to that? As a kid, there wasn't a solution. But what would be the solution to that? Yeah, eventually get, losing weight. So what would be the solution to someone being depressed and the world treating them like shit because they're always depressed? Be around someone or a group of people who doesn't treat you like shit. Okay, and for the record, I don't treat you like shit because you're depressed. I just treat you like shit because you're my friend. That's no, just a, okay. no, not, not, not. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know no, what you mean. Yeah. It's, so here's to, 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 to find a group who, who people people you. people who deal with depression. The only way they get through it is either suicide or they just don't learn how to put on a face. We never feel better. I never feel better right now. I don't feel better. I don't. But 
you know, I have I have my wife and I have my children and what hurts what what happens with depression is it's not I'm not the only person it affects. It affects my wife and it affects my children. So the pain from that makes me more depressed. So what I have to do is I have to find the strength to put on a face and get up and be the person that they want me to be, which for a long time made me just say fuck myself and give everything to them, which is just working, paying the bills, not buying myself any clothes, just not giving a fuck about myself and just making sure they were okay. And eventually, of course, you know, the kids get older and they notice that. So the most you just adjust. The most happy you get is like the lowest common But something helps. Something has to help. You, 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 that, you said, you Sorry. said that 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 this helps. That having conversation, you know, about different things, um, helps take your mind off of, you know, depression. You you said that before. I've said it, but when I really sit back and think about it, it's always there. I mean, of course, it's uh, always there. I I I get what you what you're saying to a degree that it's always there you know like it's just something that that doesn't go away you know but you know to me it would seem like it would have to be something a driving force that's telling you that you're that to stay here if i knew that there was something that I could do to never have to feel the way that I do every day, I would do it. Well, but there's not there there isn't. Maybe not something to to make you stop feeling that way. I I, I can I can kind of understand that, but what I'm saying is that. What would you say was the worst day of your life? realizing the day that I realized that there is nothing I truly can do man that's deep um how do I put it in words I think the day that I I, I truly realized that I can never be the type of father that I wanted to be to my daughter. You know that dread, that that deep down in your feet, that that deep down in your stomach feeling, just not wanting to do anything, and it you just, it's it's just a completely, it's just a complete feel of utter hopelessness. Yeah. That feeling, yeah. imagine feeling that every day. No, and I, and and I do. That's the point that I try to make. I do feel feel that every day. When it comes to parenthood, you know. But you see, that's the thing, and that's and, 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 my, that's, and, my, that's, and that's another reason. I guess I, I, I guess that's life. another reason why why I can't make you understand it because you have something to attach it to, right. and I have nothing but depression to attach depression to. I don't have anything else. I I can say my childhood sucked, yeah, but I don't talk to my family anymore. I I hardly talk to my mom. I hardly talk to. Uh, my stepfather, I, you know, I, I, I deal with you guys, you know, 
and you know I keep I keep most people at I keep most people in my life at a distance because if I really tell people how I feel on a day-to-day basis or if I behave how I feel on a day-to-day basis it draws it 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 completely and utterly just ruins my relationships but how do how if you could act the way that you felt without any filters or anything what would it be i would talk to no one ever so you'd be just a complete recluse yes and that's it that's it and you feel that you would be happy with that no it's just it's just a reaction it's reactionary it's just it's just humans react to pain when you when you burn your hand ow you say ow that's a reaction to depression well i mean be- because you know talking to people talking to people hurts being in public hurts um having people having expectations of you hurts people seeing who they think you are hurts yeah, but disappointing them hurts more. But that's more me. See, like, that's the thing, is that depression manifests different in different people. Talking to people, like, being nice to people is my defense mechanism. I don't know if I've told you that. I have massive anxiety. Like, like massive. I have an ulcer. Did you know that? So being nice is the front? No, being nice. I can honestly be nicer as a, as a, a method of not disappointing people. It's, 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 it's so so you're, of, you're only nice because you don't want to disappoint people. It's a reflection of my abusive past. It, I mean, that's the thing. I'm not nice to my family. I'm, I'm fucking downright mean to my friends sometimes. But I'll be I'll fucking kill myself for a random stranger. That's not healthy. That's not a good fucking thing. That's a defense mechanism. Why why is that not a good thing? I hate. I'm angry at my family all the time. I'm angry. At, I, I I piss off slash insult slash make fun of my friends all the time. Right. Plus, I don't mind pissing them off. You know, like we said, if we piss off another guy friend, you know, we decide if we can work through it. If we can't work through it, then you know, whatever. I don't talk to him anymore. Right? I've not talked mm-hmm. to more friends than you guys probably fucking realize. Remember Nick? I don't Man, talk to his I, ass anymore. Right? Nick and that's the, the the crazy ass one from Chili's, who was like, yeah, you don't, probably don't remember him. Anyway, there were a bunch. There are a bunch of friends that I just that I just the don't. one that stayed with you and Alex. No. Oh. Um, that I don't talk to. And it's yeah, it's not like being nice is always a front because I can be nice, I can be nice around friends like normally, but like, but yeah, yeah, well, no, like yeah. we're saying, I can act like normally around a lot of friends, and I can act like happy around of friends, and I can actually like, I can be super nice, but you'll never see me be the same niceness to you that I am to like a random customer coming in to bartend. I show so much weird energy and enthusiasm for that kind of stuff, and I mean part of that is yeah, because we're friends, and I don't feel like I have to put on a face. But, like, why should I have to put on that fucking face for anybody? Uh, it's, like, weird for me to think that, like, being nice as a defense mechanism, it's, it, it's weird to me that other people don't do that. I mean, I get so... Part of the reason I didn't, like, immediately start doing DoorDash was because I was so worried about these nameless people that I would be hurting in the service industry that I didn't even want to try to make money to not have to, like, live off of a credit card. What I'm, what I'm not really understanding about that is is that for me, being nice is, is a default. Yeah. I have to put a filter on the things that I think of so that I don't really hurt your feelings or 
sound rude or insensitive or something mm-hmm. toward people. That's what I gotta work on. But being nice, I mean, being nice on a day-to-day basis, that's just my default. What you're kind of saying, or what I'm taking that you're saying, is that that being nice isn't a default to you. Not to strangers. No, absolutely fucking not, dude. People do so many awful fucking things all the time. Nobody's nobody's innocent, you know. And like every every stranger I've ever met, you know, like I don't owe them shit. I owe them literally nothing. You know, but I still treat them like fucking kings and queens and all of them. Like, yeah, sure, bro. You go right ahead. Or, yeah, no, man, you totally, you can do that. Don't worry about it. I'm not really doing that much anyway. And I could be in a fucking hurry. And I'd be like, no, go ahead. You can go first. It's fine. And, like, you think that's, like, humanity and all that stuff. But, Josh, my nickname is the Devil of the Avenue. And I mean when I fucking say that I will burn anyone I fucking want. But I don't. Like, I literally mean, like, I, I, I have no qualms about ending lives. That's not, that doesn't even enter into my head as something that's like, oh, so abhorrent. And, like, most people are like, oh, God, that person died. I don't, I don't give a rat's ass about that. So why am I nice to strangers? I shouldn't give a fuck about them. I should be a sociopath. I really should. But there's not, there's nothing in me that, that, that will do that. The only people I can be that kind of mean or that kind of rude to are, are my friends and family. It burns me some of my most impor- my, my most important bridges, and it's also ended almost all of my fucking relationships. See, I can understand Gio and his form of depression yeah. more than I understand what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, my shit's super confused. You've never been mean to me, Rob. Yeah, me, me neither. And, and I, that, that, and we've worked some long shifts together. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't <laughs> I understand that at all. <laughs> yeah, but I know how to respond to yeah, it. Yeah, no, absolutely. You, you remember, I've, 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 I've been super angry at you before. <laughs> you haven't gotten me. You haven't actually got me angry at all yet, Josh. We, we do pretty well, mostly because like what we do, this kind of format, this is a format where we are more open to sharing ideas and admitting yeah. when we're wrong and like actually conversing. You know, right. when, when it comes to other things, I mean, try to draw a gun on me. You'll see what happens after that. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother level of brutality. Which, like, I mean, besides a water gun, why would I do that? Yeah, well, I know. Because you want to see. Gun. You want to see if I could take it from you. you which always no. takes us to go to such extremes. I, 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 I would never want to point a gun at anybody for any reason besides hurting what hurting one of mine. We should get. I mean, I'm saying we should get Nerf guns though and start pointing those at each other. That'd be super fun. I'll shoot you with a Nerf gun, point blank to your fucking head, and don't care about it. Not I mean, my, <laughs> Just not my eye. Just not. That's all I no, have. I, I, I would shoot you in the fucking eye and laugh. <laughs> you know, I will, that's, I will but, stick a fucking Jesus, dart to your Josh. eye, motherfucker. But that's that's a Nerf gun, though. I know mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not gonna kill you with it. I might poke your eye out. You know, you might be temporarily blind, but that's I actually something did different. That I actually shot uh, a friend of mine in the eye with a suction cup, one of those cheap plastic yeah, ones. Yeah. Oh, I'm so worried that I cut his cornea. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I mean, like, I'm nice to you guys, but I'm like, I'm saying it's just a, a totally different and, and internally, I feel totally different. Like this guy could be a complete prick. I could he could have a MAGA hat on with his fucking Blue Lives Matter fucking sticker in the back of his truck. And I'd still fucking give him the time of day. I would too. I, I would want to understand that person. Yeah, I, I, I would want to have a conversation to ask them, why do they believe in that? Like, that's why in a way I want to meet a full-out racist. But, but I mean, know, the whole point is that depression with depression manifests differently in different people. Mm-hmm. You know, depression can affect extroverts just as much as it affects introverts. Like, you know, my, my it, you know, how you asked him, like, well, if you had it your way, you'd just be at home, all your windows blacked out, not talking to anybody. I'd be in front of crowds 
every fucking day giving all the speeches in the world and, and selling off my newest my newest materials and I would still be fucking miserable. And that's that's even weird because how how Gio said that, you know, it's like to picture you to that degree, I I, I can't. As much as you say, 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 you know, you're depressed and everything you tell me, you know, that you go through on a day-to-day basis and all, and all that, to think that, to see you as a complete recluse and a completely blacked out hole, basically, and that's what you would want, I don't know, I, I've... He's got a really good mask. Yeah. <laughs> I beat you to it. I Thank know you. I, you I know I beat you to it. I'll give you that. Because I just... Josh, you... Listen. Believe it, believe, it, believe it or not, you've seen me in, in my natural state before. Because... And, that, and, that's, and that's... Because I've... Because I that's have... where it comes from. Like, I, why have, I don't see that. I, I have displayed my natural state to people. And I've, and I've done it in a manner... Of which to test them, and if you never see it again, it's because you probably. So I failed your test. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't care if I failed your test. I'm psychic. I already know what everyone's thinking anyway. All right. So, well, Rob. Well, Rob. No, you, 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 you seen me in 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 my natural state before I came to work one day, and you said something to me so profound. That I would probably be comfortable being that way around you again. And we're all just peaceful. I remember what you said. Uh, I, think, I think it was something about like what? So life, life is a prison, or some shit you said about. You know, so can the I funny ask? Anything about life is none of us get out of it alive. Duh. Um, but, <laughs> That's but, not what you said, but it was something like that. What did I do? The failure test. You just, you just didn't. I, I guess you just didn't know how to react to it you just i probably said the rat park thing what's what you know the difference is between seeing your life as a prison and seeing it as a park oh um iron bars do not a prison make nor nor what, what is it yeah it's uh steel doors do not a prison make nor iron bars a cage it was something like yeah, that. Yeah, we, we make our own yeah. prisons. But it was but but you said it and you said it at the right time. Yeah, that's and that's and it was like that's why words are magic. Yeah. You, but it's just it's just like when every time that I've behaved in the way that I feel, when I when I actually come out of my shell and like really just wear how I feel on my sleeve around someone and I and that I trust and I let them see it. Normally they push away from me. They're like I become the depressed guy. That being becoming the depressed guy is is I don't even know what to compare it to. It's like, oh that guy is depressed. They you know, people feel like they have to tiptoe around you. People feel like they don't know how to talk to you. People feel like Then 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 why do you put up with me? Or, or anyone, if if you felt like you couldn't be your true self with me, or or just anyone besides Rob, because of it, because you know what, eventually, because because eventually, Josh, that was that was actually so long ago that eventually you became more of a person that I could be my natural self around. In a lot of ways, like today, Josh, today, Josh, I love today, Josh. <laughs> why what do I, what I mean, because i'm because i why we click we click a lot better 
to me, we've always clicked. I mean, we've we've had minor falling outs, you know, and and I think maybe the difference between me now from then is that I try to understand my the impact of my words on people more than what I used to. So you, it's just you have to have you have to have a lot of patience to be my friend. You really do. You have to. You think people have have to have a lot of patience to be your friend, but people have to have a lot of patience to be my friend because I can because I because I can I I ghost without a second thought. Yeah, you do. I ghost without a second thought. Yeah. And it and it can be something that you you don't you won't even know why. Unless I tell you, I'll ghost without a second thought. It could be something that came up in a conversation with us. No, I, I believe because the the I the, think the time where I really felt our our friendship in, in question, you know, um, I didn't know why. Yeah, I I didn't know why because I I was just like, like why does she not want to hang out? Why he why 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 he ain't fucking with me like 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 we were, you know, and. I don't know if I ever told you this, but but and, and I'll say I'll say it in the pod, you know, if it wasn't for that time, that that kind of dark time that me and you kind of went through, you would have been my best man. I know, you know. I figured that, but I felt like I felt like you didn't want to fuck with me no more. I figured that, but see, you have to understand, bro, that the reason why I don't have very many friends is <clears throat> because. <sighs> I really don't want to go into this. It's because we're already here. You you know that you you more than anybody know that me, my life and what I go through and I'm I'm an anomaly. I'm I'm a man who's had the same woman for 15, 16 years. Right. And because of my of because of certain life choices that I've made, mm-hmm. Certain people look down on me for those things because I because I haven't had sex with a lot of women or because I'm because I don't dress a certain way or because I'm this or because I'm that or for whatever reason I have been looked down on by so many different people it makes it hard for me to trust a lot of people and it's and it's and it's and it hasn't just been that you know in my relationship it's been that my entire life people Which, having reasons to look down on me and even it makes if you it hard for me to trust looked, people even if you haven't actually been looked down on or verbally looked down on depression still does that it still tells you like they're looking down on you they fucking hate you they and you know you. what and you know what and you know what josh i i could for for the for the way that I felt, I could have been completely wrong. It could also just have been me trying to rationalize my depression, me me trying to rationalize this way that I'm feeling. Because I wish that I could find a reason for it. Mm-hmm. I wish that I could say this is why I'm depressed. This is why I'm sad today. This is what I hate about myself. It always comes back to the same conclusion, which is just depression. And I can't articulate that to people because they don't understand that. It's easier to say, damn, I'm depressed. My, my, my girlfriend just broke up with me or my mama just died. My brother just died or I just I lost I lost a job. But it's just it's always just been depression. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can articulate it now because they have the proper terminology. It's really easy to just say I'm really low right now. You know, and if for new people, I have depression and it's a really low day. And if they don't understand that shit, the subreddit I was talking about, by the way, is called Wow Thanks I'm Cured. 
Ooh, I like that. I know. Look it up. It's so fucking great. Where it's like, have you tried just eating some bananas and getting out in the sun and drinking water? That'll cure your depression. Wow, thanks. I hate people like that. Wow, right? and I know, well, I know thanks, that. I know right? that. I know they mean well. I, I hate people yeah. that when when you come to. I, <laughs> I hate I hate people that I hate people that always have to give you solutions. Yeah, me too. You don't always have to give me solutions. Sometimes I just want you to listen. Yeah, okay, I just, don't just let it breathe. I don't hate that. Or, they or always, just sit with me. I don't hate that they always try to give me solutions. I hate that they keep trying. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. if I told you if, if yeah. the first time you yeah. tried take like read the room. You know, like yeah. just you know, it's yeah, it's easy. All right. On that super sad note, I am fucking exhausted. Yeah. This was a lot. This I'm is, sorry. No, this is an emotional. Nah, I don't apologize because this I'm is. Sorry. No, I had my bit too. He had <laughs> his bit. We I have often, bit. I have often regretted my speech and never my silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the type of things. This is the reason why I brought up um, this topic because I feel like this is a torture that many people. And maybe many of our viewers um, may be dealing with. <laughs> we covered real. a ton of tortures. Yeah, yeah go ahead. You know, and yeah, and, and, and I just want I, I just wanted to establish a a a relative point, you know, between us and other people out there, so that they can connect with us in, in a different way. You know what I'm saying? And to know that we are all somewhat united in these things, in torture. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Whether it's a person like me who doesn't have it as bad as others but yet sometimes i do feel it too mm-hmm. you know and torture is subjective very period. subjective period but yeah. it, but but it's also unified everybody has it yeah. well, from, from one way or another but yeah you know yeah. so so that was the episode yeah bye you guys we'll see you next week um you know if you like this episode reach out to us um and our email, F-U-E lit, um at Google.com. Gmail. Oh, yeah, at Gmail. I say at Google. It's, it's, it's late night. If it's, it's available, we haven't created it yet. Well, I was going to say that out loud, nigga. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what uh, somebody's going to create. Oh, they didn't create it yet? That's mine. But um, Trademark it will copy, be created right? by the time you hear this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. And if it's changed, we'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fiat. And if you, you steal know. it, we'll show up at your phone. But, uh, but we appreciate everyone here who listens. Uh, we appreciate the love. We connect with you. We love you. Um, and if you don't fuck with us, then uh, we we lit. And if you're in crisis, call the suicide hotline. I don't know the number, but call it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Reach out. Reach out. Reach out. Get help, whether it's to somebody. Somebody's listening. Somebody will help you. We love you. Peace. Good night. Be out.